Well, hello, 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 my peeps. Well, you know what it is. We made it. It's Monday. It's a beautiful day. Now, for some of y'all, y'all might feel like, God, already? And for some of you guys, you're like, oh, thank God. Okay. Yes, we made it. But, hey, nonetheless, it's Monday. And you already know what it is. Yup, it's report time. So I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. I know I did. Um, and I really didn't even have like this extravagant weekend, but we ain't gonna get into that yet. How y'all doing? You already know that's how we starting this thing off. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Family good? Let me know, really and truly, we wanna know. And so while y'all telling me how y'all doing, I'ma tell you how I'm doing. Great. <laughs> the most amazing thing, I got to see my granny uh, this weekend. I mean, it was beautiful. I, I haven't seen her to, I've seen her, but I haven't, like touched her and hugged her and kissed her. And it was just so amazing to do all of those things. I can't even explain it. I felt good seeing her. I I just felt good. Just the, the hug, the love, the kiss, the just, it was just amazing. I could care less about whatever happened after that because that my day was made. Um, and also to, Cause we ain't gonna make this thing all about me. Um, but you guys do know that it is men's health month. You remember that, right? You remember that? Huh? Okay. And since I'm gonna try, I'm trying to be all in y'all business. At least I could do is let you know a little bit about mine, right? It's an even trade. That's how it need to be, right? So anyways, men's health month. Well, I got amazing result, uh, uh, feedback from my dad, um, just not to go all into details and everything and have a long drawn out thing, but my dad is a cancer survivor with other, um, health, uh, underlying health conditions. And it always is great, a great thing when I get good feedback from him after he's had his physicals and things of that nature. So I'm happy about that. So that leads into me putting it out here. All right now, y'all, men, women, definitely the men, if you are listening and you have not had a checkup in a while, please go get one. And if you are a healthcare professional that is listening and you are a male, you already know, because we know we the worst patients. We tell everybody what to do and we don't do it. Everything in our line of work, we know what's right and what's wrong and we always do the opposite of what's right. Huh? Okay. So ladies, um, let the men in your life know that it's time to go get them checkups. Men, go get them checkups. Now, moving right along. Okay? Moving right along. So, now, you know, when you entrepreneuring it out here, is entrepreneuring a word if it is that's if you out there doing that being a boss 
lady or a boss man. Um, we try to take time off for ourselves, but it don't always work that way. So you're always on work mode. It don't matter. I mean, even if I'm not at work, I find myself checking work emails throughout the day somewhere. So what we're touching on now is the fact that, of course, you guys know. You know, we all know. Um, healthcare has been booming for as a field for people to want to go in, which I don't, I know that that is true, but we can't get out of that shortage phase with all these healthcare professionals. We still got a shortage. So everyone lately has been wanting to travel. Traveling is beneficial for a lot of reasons, you know. Um, you have definitely an increase in um, pay. Um, it gives you the opportunity to feel like you work for yourself. And I put the strong emphasis on feel, okay? You have the ability to go to a place that maybe on a regular day, you probably wouldn't have chosen to go there, right? Traveling is great for many reasons. Um, if you are utilizing the tool for as a tool, utilizing it as a tool. But be mindful that it's all about the time and where you are in your life. Um, I feel like when you have a home life, like you have a mortgage, you have a family back home, traveling can be a toss-up because you also have to remember you still have to maintain your life at home, home base. But you also need to make sure you're able to survive wherever you decide to go. And be mindful. I know we all uh, think these Facebook groups are like Bible, but you got to remember a portion of these people you might not know. And so... Always do thorough um, research on the areas that you're considering. And don't always take everybody's word because we have to be mindful and understand that everybody's uh, set of standards is not the same. I mean, I've known people that were okay with sleeping in their vehicle and showering at the gym or sleeping at Goddag on Camp Crystal Lake because it was cheap. So... Getting advice from them may not be the smartest thing because <laughs> their standards are different. Me, I don't want to sleep at Camp Crystal Lake. And I want to live as comfortable as I do when I'm at home, right? So that's one. Um, remembering that you are now the outsider coming into someone else's home and there's a 50-50 chance that things may not be the best. They might not be the friendliest. So you go there and you're invading in on other people's thing, right? So you got money, you got a livelihood as far as how you are living, uh, because a lot of times also, um, you might have a hard time getting housing if you, uh, opt out of letting your company pay for you to have somewhere to stay. 
So sometimes you don't end up making as much money as you could because you are paying two sets of bills because you still have to pay home. That was my situation. I had a mortgage, of course, back at home, bills that had to still be paid, whether they was $1,000 or if they was 50 cents, you know, the bills still had to be paid, right? There was no way around it. So you will be gone and you still have to have a decent um, place to stay, which is going to be, you're not going to get it for cheap. Now, sometimes you're able to work around it and, you know, get something that's reasonably priced, but not as spiffy as you would probably be used to. But uh, for the most part, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, the money may not be as much after you do all that. Unless you are just a working machine and you're just getting all this overtime. But also remember that burnout is burnout whether you're on a travel assignment or you're sitting home base. And you don't want to do that. You want to avoid it. But definitely make your money, right? And travel could be very uh, beneficial, especially for my people that are in like the deep south and these areas where the pay isn't that great because the cost of living isn't that high. So if you're somebody from somewhere like Mississippi and you're getting paid like $12 an hour, now somebody's telling you you can make 35 if you travel, what you gonna do? Most people are gonna travel if they have the means to, if they don't have all this baggage and stuff holding them back, they're going to go, right? So travel can be beneficial, but it could also be the good, the highs of travel is the ability to go to different places that you wouldn't usually go on a regular basis. Um, is definitely a, a very nice uh, resume builder because it also shows that you're able to adjust and adapt because we all know healthcare that's you're going to have to do that anyway there's always a change but just knowing that you can do that because remember as a traveler you're expected to come in and jump right in a lot of times you don't get that training that a person that's coming on on staff to to work for an organization you're not getting the same training you may get a walk around for a day and you on the floor you expect to get to it so that looks good because they know that that's what agency people do. So when you put that you were a traveler and you, you know, went to this place, that place, that place, it looks, it just looks good. But then it might backfire if you're trying to be a permanent organization because now people will be worried. Would you just jump up and, you know, leave and go back? You see what I'm saying? But overall... Good. Networking, it's great. It's always a wonderful thing to meet different people from different places. Because now if you like it, you always have somewhere you can go back to. And lifelong friends are just amazing. I've met amazing people on my travel journeys um, as uh, fellow travelers. And then the staff at the place that I've traveled to. So, um, and to this day, I still keep in contact with some, and they've also been uh, very uh, helpful in my career because I've been able to utilize them as uh, references. They've been 
just very helpful, okay? Um, so now we talk about travel, positives, downside is it's not always a friendly environment. Uh, everyone may not like you, and that's because a lot of times some of the travelers come in and leave a bad taste in these people's mouths because they brag about how much money they make, and then they uh, limit themselves as to, oh, well, I'm not doing that because I'm agency, or I don't know what they do because I'm agency, or and they start to resent you because they're like, how dare you come in here and act like you can't do your job? And you get paid way more money than we do. Make sense? Right. And then it also can be a downfall because you have to remember, it, like I said, it's just all case by case. If you're someone that did not work prior to you leaving, maybe you hit a dead end somewhere and you could you just couldn't get another job, okay? Or you was hot-headed and you just knew you was getting ready to go travel. So you just stopped working, right? Because you knew you was getting ready to go. Please do not go on these travel assignments without your own money to start with. Do not depend on the money coming from the agency. Because you have to remember that you worked that one week in the hole. So that first week you're there and you're waiting for that check on Friday... You ain't getting one unless you work when you was at home. Because you got to work that one week in a hole. So I always recommend that people go with at least three weeks worth of money that you could live off of. Just, just on the safe side. Because you still have to pay for somewhere for you to stay. Unless you opted out for your agency to do it. But a lot of times I'm starting to see more agencies not wanting to be uh, the responsible party. And I totally understand. I understand where um, some people may have lost money because let's just be real. This is a real, this is a real uh, channel, real uh, cast for real people. Some of y'all be going out there, starting jobs, and if you don't like the environment because you know you got a plethora of options, you say, I don't got to take this. You start sounding like Julia's wife on freaking Everybody Hates Chris. My man got three jobs. Well, <laughs> and y'all... They, in your defense, you like, I could call another agency right now and leave tomorrow. And that's the attitude a lot of people have. And so now if you've already paid for a place for someone to stay for a certain amount of time, if you can't get somebody in there, you're messing up people. You're messing up your money. So sometimes it's smart not to get involved because now if you pay, you ain't going to mess off on your own money. Right? You at least stay for what you pay for. Right? Yeah, I'm just saying. So, um, I get that. So, I will always suggest that people do that. Because a lot of agencies are not... Um, they are kind of trying to move away from that. But giving you the extra money so that you can do it yourself. And I totally understand Although I'm one that still likes for the agency to help out because I know for me, I'm not going to do that, you know, for the most part.
but I won't act like I never have. I have before, but um, I had good reasoning. And my agency, although they may not have, they may have wished that it didn't happen, but they understood. Um, so those are things with travel. I think it's good. I think it's good and bad, but I also think a lot of times we got to stop uh, just chasing the money and know where you're going, know who you're working with, what you're dealing with so that you can avoid being that person that goes somewhere and either A, you can't really afford to be there or B, you really don't want to be um, doing the type of work that you're going to be doing. But because you saw the money, you said, shoot, I could do any, and I've heard this a number of times, any, you could do anything for six weeks. You could do anything for eight weeks. And them are usually the ones that end up leaving contracts because you went solely for the money and not the job. Keep that one in mind. Now we move forward and we talk about local agency. Now with local agency, you could definitely find yourself making more money staying home than traveling. Reason for it is you're staying home and you're not traveling, right? Makes sense. So you don't have two separate sets of bills. You got to worry about meaning your home life versus your on the road life. Um, it's much easier to get to know the people around you. You're familiar with your area, so you don't have to feel. And when I say local travel, you some people go two hours away to work in certain places. And usually those are shorter contracts. You are able to do contracts or you could do block booking. And when I say block booking, I don't know if you all know, are you familiar? But if you for, if, if, if your agency has a particular place that's very good with them, they may say, well, do you have anybody that's willing to work this day, this day, this day, you know, or whatever? And they say, oh, yeah. And you say, okay. So now this person may come to them and work every week, but only on Wednesdays and Fridays from whatever shift they choose. And so you already know what your schedule is, but you're still agency. You're not a part of them and you get, you know, the, the agency perks, meaning your every week pay, your... Um, ability to say no you know you don't have to pick up nothing extra you know you just pick what you want um so that could be good um but of course it's the same issues with travel with all agency y'all talk too much y'all do too much talking i get it it does kind of stop the agency from doing whatever but you also have to remember some people lie i'm gonna repeat that again you have to also remember that some people lie and i speak on that because i know i've had issues where some people will come to me talking about somebody telling me that they telling them that they got paid a certain amount of course i can't speak on nobody else's business and I have to listen to you tell me that, oh, Lakeisha told me that she got paid 30, 
uh, $40 to come do this as a, you know, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, really, did she? Oh, okay. Well, um, you know, we can, we can discuss, um, other arrangements, but I can't tell you that I could pay you that, you know, I would never confirm or deny what another person has because that's their place to speak about their personal business. But in my mind, all I could think was, why would she lie to that girl and tell her that that's what she got paid? See? So every time when we like to discuss and talk across the board, and then you have other situations that I've noticed that become a rampant thing in these Facebook groups is you get on there and you start talking about pay, but everybody is have to remember that everybody's from different places. Cost of living is different in every place. All jobs, no matter where you what 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 genre of job you choose, all career paths go by the structure of cost of living, salary, pay. They go by what you, where you are, and that's how they base their salary. A nurse in New York will not make the same as a nurse in New York, North Carolina. A nurse in Mississippi will not make the same amount as a nurse in Texas. That's just what it is. And everyone talking across the board is just a mess. So, oh, I wouldn't take that because that's too low. Says who? Because on average, this is what a person in this area makes. And then on top of that, you don't know everyone's full detail. You don't know if this person been in their career path for 10 years or 10 minutes. Because what's happening, a lot of the newbies think they supposed to be getting the same thing that the 10 year person is supposed to be getting. And they gotta understand that you gotta work your way up to that. Because there's so, so many people start talking about money and then that's what brings people into the field as well because they are thinking that's what I wanna make. But you don't even like your job. So, um, local is good because you can do it per diem or you can be a short contractor, but I always tell people, you know, I try to find out what your personality is and I say, you know what, what would be your reason for coming to agency or, you know, things like that. And you have to know if you like to move about, you know, you like change a lot, um, things like that. Definitely uh, per diem for local agency, I would always say that's the way to go hands down because I know so many people, including myself, made so much more. Like, yeah, they make the travel world look like just peaches and cream, right? But really and truly, I made more money being local agency every time. But, of course, you have the same woes that you do when you're traveling. You know, you're going in other people's house. Again, you are going there to help them. And these people already have a guard up because there's slight resentment for pay reasons. That is it. When people say that in relationships, money is always the biggest issue. 
Well, money is the biggest issue in everything in life. Money is just the just the common thing that causes issues, regardless. Friendship, relationship, workship, all ships. Okay. That's just true tea. So I would suggest to give yourself time. I think that local per diem agency is the key because you get to test the waters. You get to see how you feel about each place and not only just each place, but just each area, you're not locked in. So today you might be tired. Like maybe you worked in um, a pain facility in the outpatient uh, uh, post-op procedure place. And you just like, oh God, I'm just so over that right now. I just can't. And so now next week you're in here doing... Um, injections that's your job for the next two days and you're like okay this is good it's fun blah blah, blah. then you get tired you're like oh god but i just can't deal with dr um johnson right so dr johnson is bothering you and dr johnson's being a pest and so that you could get your mind back at ease you say i can't work with dr johnson right now not to them but your agency and let them know and then do you have anything else and now boom guess what now you could go to uh internal medicine facility you know um outpatient or you could go work long-term care maybe you want to be around the older population I mean, cause, I mean, they're fun people, very fun and sweet and caring and kind. Some of them not, but a lot of them are. And they really need, you know, your assistance. So have at it. And then when you get tired of that, boom, you know. Or if you like it and they like you, they might want to say, hey, you want to come on? And then boom, now we segue into permanent direct higher opportunities which you have to know your personality to know if that's what you're ready for and that's what you want to do i always suggest that's how you start although for me i started my career as an agency staff because nobody wanted to hire me because i had no experience so uh, agency bet on me and I flourished, okay? I became extremely skilled because everywhere I went, I asked a lot of questions. Everywhere I went, I was all in those people business. I had people teaching me stuff that I had no need to know, but I needed to know, okay? Um, I did things that a lot of people said, oh, you, you don't need to do that. Oh, we don't need that. I was in a hospital, prime example, and I'm not going to stay here, but I'm just going to put it out there. I was in a hospital, and there will be a patient there that maybe needed some rush um, blood work. And they said, oh, don't. Or, um, and so we did that, and then it comes back. They needed to get a particular type of fluids and stuff like that. And so 
now I'm ready to go get the kit together. And I'm like, oh, you know, maybe show me, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, no, uh-uh. We don't do that. You got an IV team. But I want to know how to do it. You know, I'm a newbie. You know, you want to brush up on your skills. And so when the IV team came, I was all in their business. And I asked them, I said, do you mind? Would you feel away if I stay here and, you know, while you do it? I mean, I won't step in the way, but I do want to know. And they was like, oh, no, my God. You know, they were shocked because they like everybody else. Just call them down there and be about their business. But I'm over there with the whole tray set up. And they were like, what's this? I said, oh, well, I was going to do it. But they told me that the IV team was coming. And so I'm here. I thought they were going to be showing me and I was going to get to, you know, and they was like, no, but I was like, and they was like, oh man, you know, it's already set up. Thank you so much. And I said, well, can I watch? And they were okay with it. So I'm learning and I'm watching. So a lot of things I was able to pick up on and learn as I went on and progressed, but it's not always going to be like that. So I wish that I was in a stationary place where I could actually learn. But I, I, I still did that. You know, it, it didn't stop me because see, I'm that type of person. I will never pretend I know everything. So if I didn't know something, I would be quick to tell them. I mean, I don't mind learning how to do that, but I'm not as, I'm not as skilled to do that at this moment. I don't feel comfortable enough to do that on my own. But if you show me, I'll be glad to do it. That was my whole MO. And so um, I do believe when I did become staff, it was great because I had my crew of people. I knew on my team, on my day, on my shift who my people were and they knew me. So we were able to create a great rapport. So we knew how to look out for one another and how to work smarter and not harder. I am extremely big on collaborative care. I'm not an extremist when it comes to delegation. Um, I feel like we all have a duty to take care of each and every patient that is on our watch. And however we need to do it, we'll make it happen safely so that when we leave here, we could go home, take our showers and go to sleep peacefully and not have to worry about what the hell is going on while we're gone? So having that is always good because they know what you expect. They know how you operate. You get a chance to uh, know what someone means when they say certain things, when they look a certain way. If something is, you know, you get the level of comfort to be able to speak freely. And um, that's always a benefit. Um, getting to know your patients and not having to learn and relearn and learn and relearn, you know, is always a good thing as well. Um, depending on the area that you're working in, if that's like long-term, of course you get to keep your patients, but when you're working like in outpatient environment, Even then, you still get to know who your patients are. You just don't see them every, you know, as often, but you kind of get familiar with them and you know how to interact with them and they know how to interact with you. 
Um, they know when something is abnormal with the patient and all of that. Your teammates, same difference. That's the pro for me. The con is when you start to feel slightly like you have no say in a lot of things. And when I say that, I'm meaning like, you know, we all go through a burnout session. We all, you know, especially if you're a hard worker, you're going to have those moments where you feel like you need some time, but you don't always get the time you need, the time you ask for, for many reasons. But when you are not staff, of course, you could take the time when you want to. But when you are a part of an organization, if they say no, it's no, right? So there's, there's always pros and cons. You, you know, you have a cap on how you make your money with your regular job when you're staff. So you're found finding yourself working more than one job. I really honestly didn't know many nurses that only had one job at one point in my life. Everybody I knew had a second job. That says something. And over time, I didn't want to be that person that had multiple jobs because I had been that person that had multiple jobs. I had two at least. And so... um being staff and having those people that know you and understand you um, over time, because everyone has to get to know everyone in the beginning, maybe as you were getting to know a person, it could be a little iffy, but once they do, you know, it's good to know that a person would know how to interact with, with you as a person. And you get to go home every day and night and be in your own home. Uh, you get benefits. Some places have great benefits. Some have not so great benefits, but nonetheless, you have them, right? Um, we all love a little PTO. PTO is great uh, when you are a working individual because who doesn't like to get paid for sitting at home? So if you've built up PTO, and you finally get to a space where you're like, oh, I need some self-care. Well, then guess what? You put your PTO in, pray that they say it's approved, and you stay home and you get paid. Okay? Some people were smart at one point when they had that second job and this double pay. So now you go to work and you, you work your other job while you're on vacation on the other job. And you make your money from PTO. And then you also make your money from working your other days at your other job. Win-win. But really, is it a win-win? Because you're supposed to be getting some R&R, &R, right? But anyways, I think they all have great benefits. And then there's also, with everything in life, there's the good and there's the bad. And you just have to decide which one holds more weight. But overall, it's all on a on a case by case basis, depending on where you are in your life and how you would make the best decision. But as I've been seeing as of late, uh, the travel world is busting right now. Everybody's trying to do it. 
I do believe that it will start to calm down with COVID slowing down because the money rates will start to decrease. So if you have been out here making your money, kudos to you. And I hope that you have had a extremely great savings plan so that whenever you have to shock yourself and go back to a regular job without travel, that you feel safe doing so and that you're not struggling because that's the key. I hope that that's the goal when you go out there is to put yourself in a better position. That's what traveling is about outside of being adventurous and seeing new places. Right now, I think everybody is on this mode of grabbing the bag, as you would call it, getting to the bag. Uh, yeah, make the bag, but don't let the bag make you, okay? And so we're going to not get too long-winded over here and talk too much because I, I know this will sound like we're dragging a little bit. But anyways, I hope everyone has an amazing week. Um, it's starting off great. Let's end, let's end the week great. So all throughout the week, just keep, keep striving, keep going, stay healthy, stay safe. Remember, it is Men's Health Month. Remember what I stated in the beginning of this video. Keep your people accountable. Keep your people as safe as possible. Keep yourself safe as possible. And until next time, you already know what it is. Uh, over and out. Later.